Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. All right, it's time for our weekly chat with the great Joey Harrington. Now, if you're just catching up, Joey had knee surgery two weeks ago in Chicago. Last week, he was holed up in his house on the continuous motion machine, you know, moving his knee to certain angles. My wife had that once. That sucks. And then uh, a friend texts him and says, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm going to bring you a casserole. And Joey's like, hey, that's great. But then Joey found out that the friend was just joking. It was a fake casserole. It was an invitation to a casserole, which is not cool. Plot twist. Uh, and here is our friend Joey Harrington. I, it, it sounds like you actually got a casserole. Not only got a casserole, I got the casserole, like the casserole of all casseroles. From like, that guy? It was one. Oh, oh yeah. And um, I, I, I told him I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, make his name public. You know, wasn't gonna shame him. You know, personally last week, um, and then you know, not gonna go over the top this week <laughs> but it was one of those casseroles where you look at it and it's like okay there's cheese and there's mashed potatoes yeah. you know i was like yes okay cool so the best part is like so it shows up he, he drops it off on, on his way to the golf course he's like hey here's here's the casserole you know full-on like greens and stuff for a salad his son made cookie chocolate chip cookies which i might add were almost as good as the casserole when we were as a family we were going to say that the chocolate chip cookies were the winners and then we broke out the casserole anyway so it's covered in foil and it just says it just says 350 on top of it it's like typical guy thing it's not like preheat the oven and then you have to make it for this long it just says 350 it's like uh, oh cool so we stuck it in there for 350 and took a scoop and it was just like this cornucopia of surprises and deliciousness so is he shamed into bringing you the actual dish i wouldn't say shamed but i wouldn't say not shamed yeah, he was shamed. You know? he, he felt it. Yeah. He felt the pressure. He felt it. Yeah, he felt it. Yeah, you can't yeah. joke about things like that. No, you can't. I just, that's a that's one of those when it's thrown out there. Like It's like if you told your wife, I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be crazy for our anniversary if we go to Hawaii? And then the anniversary comes around and you're like, we're going to Toledo. You, you can't. Like once, <laughs> once it's thrown out there, I mean, it's it's out there in the, in the universe. You, you got to deliver that. But let, let's, let's call a spade a spade, though, okay? He delivered. Yeah, he, he, he delivered. It was like it was shepherd's pie esque. 
But apparently, like someone said, for a shepherd's pie, you had to have like a flaky crust on the bottom. Really? I, I wasn't aware of that. Mm. Yeah, I did. I didn't think so. Like there were. Mm. This was a full meal. In like it didn't need the salad. Like there were vegetables. There was rice. There was meat. There was beans or uh, potatoes. There, like there was all sorts of incredibleness. Uh, wrapped into a, a nine by twelve Pyrex. Yeah, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie that that right hand corner, the little burnt corner, oh, the burnt edge. Uh, oh, the yeah. burnt edge is the key to any casserole. Like if it if it goes 350, turn that up to 375 and go an extra three four minutes, get that nice crisp. Now we're talking. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we we got the ca- they got got the casserole. So you know, just filling in the details uh, well, of our it's almost, from last week. It's almost worse or worth getting hurt. You know, hey, you blow out your knee and you get a casserole. Well, you'd like for him to deliver the casserole in the first place and yeah. not have to be prompted to yeah. do so, but at least... That's another wife thing right there. I shouldn't have to tell you to bring yeah, me a he, casserole. You should just know to bring the casserole. That's right. <laughs> he should have known that, but he, he came through. Yeah. All right, so we're, we've got big bourbon news with Joey here in a moment, but uh, a couple of football questions first. Uh, big win at Utah. You kind of called that. You said uh, Oregon could get ahead and Utah just wouldn't be able to come back. That's what happened. Uh, Let, but, but hold on, hold on. Let's let's not say I called that. I said they get ahead and they win by you know a touchdown or, or oh, a few. Like, well, I said kind of called that. Yeah, that, that was – I don't think anybody saw that coming. Like that was a that what you did? Yeah, <laughs> I did. I was really confident. I I just thought that was their type of game. They're just dude. They're tough. And Utah was so banged up. I just thought that played right into Oregon. That, that was a beat down. Like that was mm-hmm. a. It was thirty five to six. But even Kyle Whittingham said he's like the score did not indicate how badly we got beat. Like it was twenty one six before you blinked, and then Oregon kind of took their foot off the gas for a minute. And you saw Bo kind of, you know, get pissed off at some people like we can't, you know, we can't slow down. And then, all okay, and then we got another couple of touchdowns on him. And then they, then they just kind of coasted in. Like that one, that's one of those games where it almost fell. I'm trying to think of like, that was a 49 to, I mean, that, that was a, that was a beat down. Like it wasn't even close. They came out of the gates just slinging it too. And I, I don't know that that was as good as I have seen Oregon top to bottom in every phase of the game. I, I can't think of the last time I saw, you know, defensively, they were really good in 2019. Right. Um, but we always kind of, com- no, I say complain, but we're frustrated on how it felt like Justin was being held back offensively. Like we rarely saw those explosive, like incredible games. You always sat there and it's like, God, just cut the guy loose. You know, 2014 with, with Marcus was phenomenal. I mean, he was as explosive as, as any player in the history of college football, but like top to bottom, like, Tell me one area where they could have improved in that game. Well, we asked, didn't we ask Lanning that yesterday? Yeah, he we just, asked him. Said we said pick this game apart. He said there's. He's one of those guys you can always pick it apart. I guarantee Lanning. If, if you gave him truth serum, he's he would have believed that that should have been fifty. Like he he, yeah. he would have gone to the second half and been like, well, we didn't execute and we got sloppy as we were up, but. You know that, that Utah was true. Utah. Yeah, but Utah was never in that game, and it's hard sometimes to keep a razor's edge when you're kicking the living hell out of someone and Utah can't threaten you at all. It, it That was the definition of coasting. So that would be my guess is he's going to say you can't coast against better teams. True, but, but uh, completely agree. 
But if you are actually looking at the execution, if you're looking at the, like, what are the things that make great football teams? Defensively, creating turnovers, did that. Stop the run, did that. Big stops on fourth down, did that. Limiting big plays, did that. Offensively, like, you know, efficiency throwing the ball, good God, did that. Establish the line of scrimmage, did that. Big plays through the air, well, did that, you know, maybe that's, okay, there's the one thing. Troy Franklin dropped a touchdown. That's it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just one touchdown, he dropped one. Bench but then, but, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. But here's the thing, the play of the game for me was the catch on third down, because you had a good point there, Stu. Like in the second half, you're coming out and you're kind of coasting a little bit, right? Yeah. You know that you're, you're killing them. Yeah. There was an opportunity. If you score a touchdown on that first drive in the second half, yeah, it just strangles. Yeah, it strangles it. Exactly. But if you don't, you give them life. And Ferguson made, I mean, a hell of a catch on a third and eight that kept the drive going. Two plays later, they're in the end zone, and that was the that was the stranglehold right there. If Ferguson doesn't make that catch, yeah. now I'm not saying he goes back and wins, but I think it's it, it could have been a. You know, you would have given a little bit of life to Utah. Well, it was a great game. And, you know, I think in years past, we would think, "Uh uh-oh, there's an upset coming. Because there always seemed to be. But with this team, I don't know how you feel. This is my question. I I don't know if that – I feel like they're they're built tougher and stronger and better now than ever before in a sense that they are less upset-prone coming into these last whatever it is, uh, four – Four, four games. games. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I would agree with that statement in the way that they're built. I don't think you can ever make that a definitive statement for the same thing that we talk about year after year after year at this time. November is just, yep. it's just hell month. It yep. just, it, it is literally, you look at that top 10 right now, I guarantee you six of those teams will lose by the end of November. Mm-hmm. Guarantee it. Yep. So, but if you're, if you're going to look at it, say objectively, what are the things that a football team that is upset proof, what do you need? You need a quarterback who's in control. I don't know that I've ever seen a quarterback in more control than, than Bo right now, completion percentage, touchdown to interception ratio, the, the things that, and even the things that he does, like, he made a check at the line of scrimmage. It actually looked like a double check. He comes up, makes the check. Utah switches. Play clock's running down. He comes back up after seeing the switch, makes the check, makes a different check. Bam, play clock runs, is just about to go to zero, snaps the ball back out of the backfield, touchdown untouched. Like, he has so much control over what's happening on that field right now. What else do you need? You need a dominant running game. I think Oregon's got that. You need an offensive line that's going to establish the line of scrimmage. You got that. You got a team that's not going to, you need a team that's not going to beat themselves. After that, was it Texas Tech? Did they have a lot of penalties at Texas Tech? I know we were talking about it earlier. Yeah, they had, they had, they had some dumb penalties early on in that game against Texas Tech. Mm -hmm. Those were some of the PIs where they they basically bailed, bailed them out on third downs where they just tackled receivers instead of, you know, making plays on balls. But since then, they have shut down. I mean, they have eliminated those penalties. 
Defensively, you need to be able to you need to be able to provide pressure on a quarterback with a four man rush. <laughs> Looks like they can do that, right? Yeah. You need some DBs who can cover in space. We got that. You got to be able to create turnovers. We can do that. Like you look at all the things that you need to limit big plays. Like all of these things that are potential you know, upset factors as you get into November. Oregon has shown that that like you said, they're they're built for this. They're they're built to be, I don't want to say immune to it, but they're but they're built to resist those things. And um, you know, you got to credit. I mean, you got to credit Lanning and and, and Tosh Lapoy for putting together a team. Honestly, it's it's a team that's starting to look like more of an SEC style, mm-hmm. right? And and that's that's where they're. I mean, Tosh has been all over the place, but um, you know, both those guys played and are coached under Saban. Like they've been around the block in in that league, and they know what it takes. And they and they they've seen those championships down down you know get one in November, and and that's the type of team they're putting together. So when we come back, we'll talk about the continuation of the Civil War, and then we have Bourbon news. One real quick follow up before we break, though, you were talking about November, and you you know you we talk about this every year. Um, is it just the pressure? Like, what is it about November? that teams just start to get picked off. You've never felt pressure until you, till you have to win a football game on the road and realize that everything that you've worked for for the last five years is literally <laughs> 15 minutes away. Yeah. Like, I'll tell you what, there's no, there's no pressure like, like that. Interesting. You know, you get 75,000 people on the road screaming at you. And, and all you have to do is, <laughs> is throw the, you know, complete the ball a couple times. There's a, uh, there's a big old monkey that jumps on your back. I've never felt it quite like we were like seventh in the country last game of the year, November going into Hawaii. All we have to do is win. And we're the first non power five BCS team, right? Like we're, we're the original BCS buster and you've never seen a team squeeze so hard and when you squeeze hard, it's it's amazing how you can't hold on to it, and you go out there and you just well, get your ass handed to you. The good news is three of the last four at home. The last road game, yeah, Arizona State. Arizona State. I don't. Kenny Dillingham. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad <laughs> it's Arizona State though, and not Arizona. Yeah, I, I hear you on that. All right, let's take a break. Joey Harrington. Uh, more with him coming up next. We'll ask him about the continuation of uh, the Oregon State rivalry, and then we've got hot bourbon news here on 1080 The Fan. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. All right, we're back with Joey Harrington here on The Fan, brought to you by Mods PDX. We'll get to the bourbon uh, news in a moment. Uh, Our poll question today is, should the Oregon-Oregon State football rivalry continue annually uh what do you think how important is that to you joey of course it should i mean it it has to that being said you know that's you would have said that for texas texas a&m right but uh you would have said that for nebraska colorado oklahoma oklahoma state you know it's unfortunate that I don't want to say the money is getting in the way of it, but um, I had an interesting conversation actually with my dad um, this morning. And he said, what benefit would there be for Oregon playing Oregon State? Right? I mean, what is the – of course, we all want it to continue, but if you're looking at it from the the perspective of like, you know, does this benefit Oregon – in their you know, potential title chase, Oregon state would have to become like the, the big, the big, you know, you always play two, two powder puffs and a, uh, and a big one, right? Oregon state would have to be the big one, but are they going to carry the same weight that they normally would? If are they in the mountain West, you know, if you schedule, you know, let's say Idaho, Portland state and Boise, Right? Is that viewed as a as a as a good non league schedule? Right? Is does Oregon State carry I don't know, does Oregon State carry the weight that scheduling a, a Wisconsin, you know, in the past, like we used to, or you know, going to Nebraska or Ohio State, you know, a couple of years ago. Like there is thought that goes into the scheduling and I and I, I guess I just hope that doesn't get in the way of of having that game continue to be on the schedule. What scares me with that is when you look at those games, you're talking about big stadiums, big paydays. And at least with the Apple cup, you can, you can claim it to be a neutral field and play it at Lumen and 50, 50 split. There's not many big power fives that are willing to go to smaller stadiums in a tough rivalry game and, and, and have that. And there's no, there's no neutral site stadium in the state of Oregon. So when you ask what's in it for Oregon, another step to that is, are they willing to go to Corvallis um, yeah, every other year? That, and, and, and and I'm not certain that they are. I'm not certain that Washington's willing to go to Pullman. Point. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the point is you, you're going to a, a small, very difficult place to play against a team that is going to be jacked up to play you. That won't necessarily carry the national um, weight that they did if they were in the Pac-12, yeah. right? Like I, that's that's what I'm curious to see. Or are if Washington State and Oregon State end up in the Mountain West, are they going to carry the same amount of clout that they did when they were in the Pac-12? I I don't know. Well, the um, other thing about it, 
Yeah, the other thing about it is the Big Ten schedule came out yesterday, so you got to see what that looks like for Oregon for next year. It's tough. <laughs> Dude, those, yeah, I mean, we knew that, but just seeing it on paper, it's like, do you really want to play Oregon State? All the things you guys just mentioned, plus think about your conference schedule. I think Oregon, if you went off right now, I think but Oregon also, has the number one, three, and five team in the country right yeah. now on next year's schedule. But then think about, but the other thing too is like, if you put Oregon State on the schedule every year, in addition to that, you usually have one other big money-making non-conference game, like they played Georgia last year, or yeah. Ohio State, whatever. Something. Well, Ohio State's in the league now, but you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. They yeah. don't have that next year, so then, and, so then, that's my. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Yeah, no, I just think I just think you're talking about overkill. Uh, if you if you couple all the things where you got what you guys are talking about with the actual game, but then you add a tough non-conference game, also Oregon State and a Big Ten schedule. I think that's too much. I think I don't think it's in Oregon's best interest. And that's what that was my point is is that the Oregon State game would have to take the place of that big non conference. Yeah, okay. You wouldn't be playing LSU in Texas. You wouldn't be playing at Ohio State. You wouldn't be playing like the, those games would have to go away in favor of the Oregon State game. Are you making for no, that? Making no money. Are you for that? And that I I would personally be for that mm -hmm. because I, I think it's an important game to play, but I don't know that that necessarily is beneficial. That's my question is then is that Oregon state game viewed nationally when this college football playoff committee sits down and looks at it, is it viewed in the same way as if you went to Ohio state, obviously they're in the same conference now, but when Oregon went to Ohio state a couple of years ago and won, it's probably not a mountain West Ohio or mountain West Oregon state team is not going to be viewed, or I should say a win against them, is not going to be viewed the same way that a win against, you know, a big non-conference team would be. And then, like you said, Suk, if, if they lose that game, yeah, man, it's, it's nothing hmm. but it, there's, I don't, I don't know. It's like scheduling Boise. Yeah, <laughs> at Boise. For, that, for a decade or so. It's like there really isn't anything to be gained by it. Yeah, it may just be over. You know, it's possible, and that sucks. But it may just this is it. Yeah, everything's changed. You know, it's weird. That's stupid. <laughs> it is stupid. You know, it isn't stupid. You giving away more bourbon. You're such a giver. <laughs> You're always giving Hell away. Yeah. What is? What do we have now? We've got the second bourbon barrel benefit. This is year number two. Yeah, last year was uh, was a barrel of Buffalo Trace bourbon. This year we had to step things up a little bit, and we uh, we. Buffalo Trace Distillery let me select a, a barrel of Weller Full Proof. So we have a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle 20-year mm -hmm. and four oh. bottles of um, Weller Full Proof single barrel selected by me back in May. So um, they, uh, it's not too bad if I do say so myself. All right, so where do, where do people go? So it's a raffle again? Uh, yeah, same thing. You know, the, like I said last year, we uh, we had to apart, uh, apply for a, a Department of Justice gaming license. Um, so we are now officially the Harrington Family Foundation Hotel and Casino. Are you taking bets? Um, I'll, but, I'll, I'll place a couple wagers on Oregon State oh, this weekend. There we go. Uh, I'll have to see uh, if they let us do a sports book. Um, but when we, you know, in order to do that, we're only allowed to um, raffle off a certain amount per year um and so we have four bottles of the weller foolproof and one bottle of the uh of the pappy van winkle tickets are a uh, hundred dollars a piece 
that uh, you can, I, 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 like we've mentioned before, I'm, I'm not sure if you know, I'm a social media influencer. Yeah. Um, m- millions and millions of people. You know, casserole and, alone. And, yeah. Goes yeah I mean, seriously. No. So I, I, I put out the link on, on Twitter, HarringtonFamilyFoundation.org. We've got the link there. Um, you know, it, we've got, we will be, I'm trying to think. We've got some QR code things passed around, but that's more at specific businesses. When's it, yeah, when's uh, it close? We are going to go from today, this morning at 9 a.m. it started, and we're going to close Sunday evening, I believe, at midnight. So we're oh. going 10, 10 days this year. So two full weekends with a week in between. Okay, and then you, how many do, you, do they allow you to sell? So that, that's the thing. I cannot sell any. Or this I mean, is a raffle. Yeah. The, one, the, yeah. the winner gets all five bottles. Oh, okay. So how many raffle tickets are there? Is that the better way to ask it? We, yeah, we'll sell, uh, we're capped at 1500 raffle tickets. Okay. Got it. So, the, you know, the, last year we sold about, we, we upped it and, and last year we sold about 600 and 650 tickets. So pretty dang good odds. If you, if you okay. do say so myself. Um, and you know, I, look, I think we kind of talked about it that, um, I like to I like to be generous and I like to thank people. So um, you know, sometimes I, I you know may or may not be able to thank people in some other ways that that don't win. So with you know, brown water, right. well, I yeah. was thinking casseroles. I, I mean, <laughs> you know, you know. So um, I would encourage everybody to, um, if you're interested, look. If you if you love bourbon and you love kids. This is like your perfect fundraiser. What if you're if like you, Rob and you love bourbon but hate kids? I do hate kids, well, but that's I... That's what I was getting at. <laughs> that's what you, you jumped the gun. I was like, if you hate bourbon and love kids, you know, like your friends, you know, last year, Sue, who, who yeah. won, that, this is also a perfect fundraiser. But if you're like Rob and you hate kids and love bourbon, well, then this is even better, yeah. you know, because you don't have to see the kids. You can just, just put the money, like, give the right. money. There's no actually kids like at your door. This is just like straight raffle no kid but i feel good because i'm helping and i get bourbon so you know it's perfection now it's it works for all categories your foundation gives scholarships is that right yeah we give four community leadership scholarships every year um eligible or any high school graduating high school senior from any high school in the state so long as they continue their education in state um the criteria for the scholarship is is community leadership and financial need like i I don't care if you get a three four or a three two or a a three you know a four point two like are you are you making an impact in your community and and then you know so many of these these students come from you know, rural areas that part of our scholarship is access. So I've got a board of mentors that um, are simply there to help open doors, find students who have invested in their community, have great ideas, need a a door just to to open for them. And then uh, we provide them with a four-year scholarship and help open that door for them. Right. I feel like if Rob wins as part of the the prize is he gets to host a a child-only event at his house. Where all the kids come over and, and mill around for three four hours, I think that that comes with it. If if Rob wins, I'll I, give I, the bourbon back. I would just like that's that's stipulated. <laughs> no, that's great. That's where your money goes. Yeah. Uh, Hundred bucks, awesome. you can buy yeah. as many as you want. Yep. But 
You can you, buy as many tickets as you yeah. want. You know, if, we, if we've yeah. only got 1,500 tickets for mm-hmm. sale, you know, you might as well buy like 500 and, and increase your odds. There yeah. you go. And, and, the, and there's one winner, so they get the Pappy and the Four Wellers. That's yeah. amazing. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Well, um, now through next Sunday, go to uh, uh, jo- Joey's Twitter or uh, the Harrington Family Foundation uh, website, and you can, uh, you can buy them there. Fantastic. You're doing great work, sir. Good luck with the knee, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right, that's Joey Harrington each week here on the show, brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.